So marriages can work, and they work nicely too. We all have ups and downs. We all get tired. We have our days. But if we can use our seichel, our mind, to direct the marriage, we eventually direct your emotions, we can see great success. So we mentioned the Sifa, which is try to spread the word, each shul, each beishakov, to have these talks that seem like just practical advice, but hit the deepest part of the psychology of a man and a woman. <clears throat> so we had two parts. First part, someone asked for a mellow once about finding the right party, right girl, right boy. And the Rav said, first you have to be the right party. But look for the good party. The good party is a very important thing. It's another talk. But there's a lot of good parties out there. And a person who's kind, does chesed, does kibabah aim, is in the right place, and wants to do the right thing. There's a many, many people like that. <clears throat> But we're looking at today how to beat the right party. And we mentioned a few steps uh, that a person should work on very seriously. First step we mentioned about Amuna. A person has to constantly work on his or her, his or her own Amuna. <clears throat> it's, it's crucial. You just get married and it's the way it is. A person constantly working like the Rambam concerning the Bria. Every day look. Look at the Bria. Look what's going on around you. From a tree, from the air, from <clears throat> the rain, from the human body, from the feet to the toes, and all the way up to the head. You can go over your teeth, your eyes, your ears. Your person can walk in the street and become a maimon. A person with a muna. Hashem is right here, right here, right here, right here. And there's <clears throat> other ways. We have a book concerning living a muna. A person can go over muna stories. A muna, muna stories. But the main thing is to get it embedded, embedded in all of us. The immunity that Hashem is right here. Not only through the miracles of birth and the miracles of growing up, the miracles of nature, but even the episodes, all the things that come our way. <clears throat> if you look, spoke for Balchuva lately. He said the first 20 years of his life, it was a whole different life. And now he looks back and thanks Hashem for those 20 years. Because he realized how Hashem pulled him out, pulled him out, pulled him out. He said he could have been in L.A. He could have been in Australia. We all have had moments in our lives and the episodes, all the experiences, but the details, Hashem is directed. And you have to look and look and look and look a little bit to build that emunah because that's going to affect yourself and then your marriage. It's all going to flow through to your whole family. Your emunah is going to go right to your husband, your wife, and it's Hashem children. There's peace on earth in the home. All this goes through even though we struggle with it. We're like the grapes. We're squeezing, 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 squeezing to make that good wine. 
The children will get that good wine because if there's no pebbles in the way with husband or wife, trying, 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 trying to get along, all this money will go right in. I'll go right in better than because they won't have your struggles. They'll have the pure through osmosis, through who you are. The next step is Bitachin. Which is the continuation. This trust. And that you just have to look at the Chesed Hashem that again has come your way. <clears throat> you can also look at the episodes and the experiences. They always pulled you through. Always pulled you through in finances. And in health. And in so many ways all the time. And you're still here with night clothes. And you have a place to live. And you have food. Can't say for all, but most. This talking here. The talking is getting pulled through. We get so worried about panas that we forget uh, what to do. How to think. It pulls us away for the betachin we should have. Finances are hard. Very hard today to pay tuitions and how you're going to pay the next bill, and it's really, really hard. But we're going to knock in that bitachin to review and review, review our trust in the Bori Olam. How he pulled us out, he pulled us out, he pulled us out, he pulled us out, and continue with a hopefully positive outlook in the all the other aspects of your life. And you'll see, I'll pull you through again, I'll pull you through again, I'll pull you through again. But this is <clears throat> part of a person. And of course in marriage too, because you'll be talking, you'll be talking, be talking. You'll see, even when the wife's in a mood and the man's in a mood and finances are hard and, and she has emotional strains and he has his emotions. That you'll see, Bitochen will pull you through. Trust, he pulled you through through all your ups and downs. All your ups and downs, he pulled you through. And that Bitochen, he's going to pull you through again and again and again and again. And again, all this we're just repeating, it goes right to the children, that Bitochen. I've seen families where the fathers and mothers work so hard. Regular, regular people, so-called. But children we'd be talking was way beyond theirs. Because they got the purity of their struggles. That'd be talking we have to work on. And so many forum and books and speeches you can knock in, knock in, knock in. The third aspect which is a little surprising that a person has to realize Shmuel used to say, you have a creator. You like to create it. You have to create your situations. And an important way to create situations is to look at other people's good points, other people's good points, and give them chizuk, encouragement on it. It's a tremendous thing. Your whole outlook when you meet people is, I want to give chizuk. I want to say something positive. Or if not, at least a nice hello. Your view of, you pick one person and one person and two people. Terry Miller did to a person 40 years ago who was shaking hands in the shul and he went over to the man and said, how come you're shaking hands? 
I want to give them people encouragement. And the Rav said, keep it up, keep it up. We're going to see a little bit when we get into the routines of marriage. To a wife who gets no chizik from anyone, from the husband. 365 days a year is a whole different life. And a person learns to do that at work too, whoever you can give chizik to. Uh, or the grocery person, or she just she can give chizik to. And you and you're working on this whole area. <clears throat> You'll see after a while, every word out of your mouth from outside the home to inside the home to your children. Can you imagine children who hear chizik all the time? Then we do something wrong, my little child. Why? They'll hear everything so much better than one who comes in and. Doesn't say a word all the time except when the child does something negative. That's another aspect we've looked into many times. Everybody could work on it little by little. It means not me. It's a one-on-one thing. You don't have to be a public speaker to have such a outlook. It's an urgent thing today. No one gives anyone encouragement. It's very rare. Teacher might give a, a student encouragements, but in general, who gives encouragement? So it's an important aspect of your character, of you creating a, a, a life, you creating situations. <clears throat> Someone worked in public school and he knew how to give chizuk to the the security guard. You, you don't want to protect. You know, you're, you're out. You in the building wouldn't work, and the custodians who cleaned up. <clears throat> and the counselors and the secretary, and he told me when he needed something, one time he said he had a son who was going to take a test in the public school, and they heard that Mr. P's child was coming to take this test, and they saw him coming. He was doing a summer school test. They made a fish soup for him. And they put him right in a nice classroom, and they set him up, only because he had chizuk tizi security guards all the time. They used to come by his room. Mr. P, how's it going in there? Is everything okay? We're talking about the public schools. <clears throat> so a person, secretaries, thank you so much for a good job. They'll help you out if you need some help. Same the custodians. Same all the workers, all the people around you. It's a way to create a life create situations much more than we are because what happens is many times <clears throat> situations create us. I'm constantly tell the same story. <clears throat> Say a 20-something-year-old wakes up in the morning, 22-year-old, <clears throat> goes to the bathroom, is being used. And then his pants are wrinkled and his shirt is dirty, but he has nothing else to wear. <clears throat> and then he has to run to the bus because he's late. <clears throat> then the bus passes by and water goes right there's a puddle goes splashes right into his pants he gets to Shiva late the Rebbe says you're late again you can't come in and he had a shit going on he hears later on in the day it didn't work he comes home so so distraught his little brother squirts him with a water gun Ay, poor little brother the other way around he comes home wakes up in the morning bathroom is his Nice pressed pants and nice shirt. The bus is right there. The Rebbe says you're Gabaldic. And the caller says, I want you to be my husband. 
walks home. He runs home happily, and his little brother squirts him with a water gun. He plays. It's all in our heads that we have to create positive, constructive situations. We can't let, most of our time, we're letting situation create them. If it's waiting for a bus, or if it's in a classroom, or if it's at work, or if it's a home. Let's think, think, think how to create positive, constructive situations where we are. And our fourth, <clears throat> going a little quickly, I've done this before, but it's something important, getting along with others. Casually mentioned the, to- the no tension zone. First time, basically in the family. First time you come in, you'll be again. We'll go over it again. And then when he, someone asks you something, sure, what could I do? How could I help? If you disagree, even you don't start questioning. Listen, I hear what you're saying. Let me hear it. All of a sudden, it's no tension zone with chizuk and yes, yeah, sure and. Let me hear you. I hear your point. Let me, and even though you disagree, just to hear, hear first, you'll see. Start getting along with others. In your mind has to be, I'm going to get along with others. At work. At work, somebody's paying your paycheck, all of a sudden you're getting along with them. But at home, I'm going to get along, I'm going to get along, I'm going to get along no matter what. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's Patience, I'm holding in. And don't worry about holding it in. You could always let it out to a Rebbe or let it out other ways. But that control at the moment saves, saves. Situation, I'm going to get along. I'm going to get along. I'm going to get along. <clears throat> and it works. It works. If you work on it, work on it. Say, I'm not going to raise my voice. I'm not going to respond. Again, we have the proactive... Uh, Area where you're coming in with a geschmack and uh, get along, I'm gonna get along, I'm gonna get along. And you know, situations you can figure out how am I gonna get along, how am I gonna get along better each day to make a little counting to see how I can get along better. I have to react in the proper way. You walk in a little excited, you say hello, everybody, in a loud voice instead of yelling. Right, when you walk in, you know it's going to be a mess. You run in and say hello to everybody and bichizuk and you're running around helping. There's ways and ways to get along. We know situations all the time. Husband and wife and families pretty much know who each other is. <clears throat> Told you once, I heard a story, 40 years married. He was talking, she was talking to, the mother was the wife was talking to her daughter how your father never complained about this, this, this. And the father heard from the other room. He said to himself, I, can, I could have complained about all these things over the years. She probably can complain about me, all these things. Who knows? But she knew already. She knew already. She knew. She knew. So you start getting along who the person you marry, who your children, who your parents. Get to know who a person is. And work from there, work from the proactive, encouraging, looking for strengths, how to listen. So you'll be calmer, you'll be calmer. You won't be like tight. You'll be sometimes harder than other times. And fifth thing, which is important too, you Yisrael. Every yid has to know who you are. you Benos Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael. It's a big thing. If the Tati, the Father in Heaven, it's a big, big thing. You have to know. You're eternal. Everything you say, there's no delete here, no delete with your wife or husband too. 
You have to know there's a Bori Olam, you're Yisrael. You know what it means? You wake up in the morning. There's so much opportunity that would, unfortunately a person could take for granted. You wake up in the morning, Modani, that's a big bracha. And you have a nice home and you say the brothers in the morning. Every bracha you're, you're creating, you're creating, creating Kedusha. And when you're daven, a man puts on the filling. And from Baruch Shema to Ashrei, to Shema, Shemon Esrei. There's so much. Each thing, if you concentrate a little bit, you're, you're building yourself. You're building the whole planet Earth. And the person saying to Hillam and to Hillam and to Hillam. Israel, are you doing chesed? Chesed, a woman doing chesed, 24 hours a day a woman does chesed. If you think about it a little bit, I'm Benosh Yisrael, I'm doing chesed, 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 chesed. Benosh Yisrael is a super. We mentioned so many times, it's not about self-esteem, it's about Hashem's esteem. So you're pushing away, pushing away, pushing away. And you'll see. Tremendous things. And we have Shabbos and Yontav and Purim and Hanukkah. And Brisam and Chasana, Bar Mitzvahs and birthdays. There's so much we have. We gotta knock in how your daily day, look over your life. Look at your life, all the things you learned over the years, all the mitzvahs you did, all the davening you did, all the learning you did. Go over your past. Shem is. You get your opportunities galore. Now, even now, today, opportunities, opportunities. You're Israel, you're Israel. You give you a strength beyond. There's eternity. We live forever and ever and ever and ever. So, this is a way, these five steps to really build a foundation of being the right party. Again, Emuna, we're talking, giving other people encouragement, getting along. And you're Israel. That's the first step of the program. First step includes everything, but we're saying it's the first step. <clears throat> now we're going to part two. And I get married, stay married. <clears throat> so the first step, I remember, about five, ten feet away from Ram Miller, says, you need marriage insurance. So what does marriage insurance mean? A sailor How much? How much do we have to knock into our heads? A sailor A husband and wife who don't have a rav. You're you're such in such trouble can be avoided. And the rabbi has to be someone the wife agrees with, and the husband, and sensitive to their needs and knows their needs and knows their family. And has the Ashkafa. Each, each family needs a specific way of living. Even though the general rules. I remember Millie used to pick in the shul. Some guys would go out to learn every night. Some guys didn't go out any night. They needed to be home. They need to be home. <laughs> if you had to get a share, he has to be home. His family needed it. Some home two nights a week. And same with the whole week and Shabbos and Sundays. A whole program. People who saw that Miller had someone directing their family life 24-7. The women, too, had someone to call, someone to call, someone to call. Today, too, there, there are a bayim. There are people who can help. 
before you get married and let again let the lady in on it don't have your rabbi and let your lady in on it she has uh, she could put you on the carpet if she has to some very urgent 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 before the Ten Commandments of Marriage we're going to get into now we're emphasizing this point it helps so much so much in the marriage something comes up and you see little adrenaline's flowing so the first thing instead of letting the adrenaline flow and you see then no one's listening Man knows when he says something, his wife gets a little irritated right away or said, maybe we should do this. So his wife in her head says, she doesn't like the way I'm doing things. So you see her saying something with a little quick voice, a little quick and a little agitated. So right away, sweetheart, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And if you can talk a little more, but you see it's already in the adrenaline stage. Let's talk to the Rebbe. Whatever Rebbe says, fine. All of a sudden, you're cutting 90%, 90%. No, a young mink had a chasana one night, another chasana the next night. One was in Jersey, one was here. So he asked his rabbi, should I go to both? I said, no, if you go to the first one in Jersey, you'll be so tired for the next day. And then you're going to go again the next night. It's not really fair. So he went to the next night, was more local. But he asked, he asked. And a woman asked too. Should we go here for Shabbos, here for Shabbos? Whatever it is. And a woman had to ask concerning Shabbos and Yom Tov. His mother wants this. My mother wants this. And she went over a whole scenario with a rabbi who was very sensitive to the whole situation. And Baruch Hashem, it was a really workable situation. And and then the man knew she was working with the rabbi. So he also asked and spoke. So they all were on the same page. After all, everyone knows his family has a rabbi. Seilacharav is urgent, urgent, urgent. And how to get married, how to stay married, how you get married, you have to have her beforehand. Especially a man. Create that relationship step by step, inch by inch. Sometimes a woman has a mentor, a woman has a father, a lady has a father, whatever it is. To get married, that degree on the rabbi. It's a whole different life, a whole different life. You're really helping yourself out a lot, a lot, a lot. Especially, we're going to the first commandment of marriage, be realistic, expect the unexpected. There's so many unexpected things unless they have direction. The weeks of marriage. A man finds out if he says something to his wife, if there's no delete, she's going to remember, remember it. And he has to watch every word out of his mouth, how to say it, what to say. Only two should be constructive to their relationship. And <clears throat> right away, a woman has like four arms. So if he forget the milk, she'd get upset because he, she won't forget the milk. Because she's one, she's creating a oneness. This guy could be the biggest... He did the biggest chesed, the greatest chesed in the yeshiva, but all of a sudden that was on his own accord. Now his wife's telling him what to do. It's a whole different thing, guys. And it's it's, uh, it's something to think about. You really get these unexpected things day and night, day and night. 
Especially you mentioned many times, a woman gets pregnant right away. I've seen after two, three weeks, everyone is like, all of a sudden his beautiful wife is coming nauseous. And all of a sudden she's getting fat. And she can't do anything, can't cook supper. And he's like out of his Kaylee. And she doesn't see he's there for her as much as he could be. She doesn't understand. She's like, she needs him. And he's going on a regular routines. And but again, we say, you have someone to direct. But expect the unexpected is so prevalent. It's so real. But not in a negative way. You're dealing with different people. And different dispositions. And different strengths and weaknesses. And plus the man and woman stuff also. The mentality of a man and woman, which are different. There's a lot going on when you get married, even though it's the lovey-dovey stuff. But when you get married, it's a big thing. And many people after a while see, see if you get into the program and you're working on seeing these things, going back to getting along, etc., you'll see, you'll see what your wife needs. You'll see what your husband needs. And you'll be able to work with it. But the unexpected is, is real big stuff. When I was there, Miller said it for the first time in tape 620. I was sitting there and be really expect the unexpected. There's so many things from the morning wake up. To be a, a little cold during the day. The reaction when if you miss her new earrings, you're in trouble. She did it for you. She made a nice supper. If he comes home after a long day, if he's learning, working, whatever he's doing, comes home. And to recognize she worked the whole day too. And she should recognize he's working hard, learning hard, trying to help build the family. But the unexpected. For a lady, he misses a lot of cues. He has his own, you know, agenda. And you're part of the agenda, but he's so used to the learning and he has chesed going on to all of a sudden departmentalize and change the direction that your wife's number one and really live it. You can't go to your chesed to your friends all the time. You can only go late. or But some people just continue the same thing. So I have a wife or maybe I have a husband. So being realistic, expecting the unexpected is a big thing. I'm just going to touch upon the next thing just for quick. And we'll continue next time by keeping routines and loyalty. See, with the unexpected, again, the man walking down the block has to think. First of all, a little note in the mornings can help. or t- Anything to show your wife and husband you recognize they're the first, after you said Modani, they're the first one. Have a good day, have a good day. People did it for many, many years. Good day, good day, or a little note in the morning. And you know, then a little call if possible. Are you doing what do you need? How are you doing? What do you need? And then when they encounter each other later on, he has to walk down the block and think a geschmack a chizik to her. He has to pound and think when she worked all day and she makes the house look nice or supper's ready, whatever you can say. Get used to it. <coughs> get used to it. And you're getting married. you got to get used to it. I'm give a geschmach like every day, 365 days. Like she doesn't get it from anybody else. You'll have a lady who wants to be around you. 
who wants to be ready, the chizr, chizr, gishmat. As we children, too, the same thing. In a code, there's no automatic pilot when you walk. No, hello, honey. It's even much stronger than that, much better than that. And the wife, who's a smart lady, too, can keep a routine when he comes in a little spread if she comes home earlier. That he can 15 minutes, 20 minutes to sit and relax. To do it to each other. That 15, 20 minutes before she jumps on her and she jumps on him. What do you need? We have to do this and that. All of a sudden you have a new man. A routine. You can give him a little chizuk too. Chizuk too. Like the way he speaks. Like the way he talks. Like the way he does this. Like the way he does that. You're giving each other life. And the last I want to mention with that I'll have to continue is the rekindling area. People can be married 10, 20 years and all of a sudden good people and they lose. They're so busy and stressed. Women get so like stressed and tense you can't make them laugh anymore. And a man, if he's working you know, day and night, doesn't get enough sleep and, and if he's working too, it becomes they need time to rekindle and start when you're young or start when you're 50. Whatever you want to start, start right now. Every couple needs to send a one couple <clears throat> every Tuesday when they got married, they decided half an hour they're going to take a walk. Eventually, sometimes they went out for dinner, but mostly just little walks. And once a week, they pulled it out. And then after 10 years of marriage with children, they get they got a babysitter once a week. They rekindled, 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 rekindled. Even now, when they're much, much older and they you still have those moments that they sit alone, sit and talk, or sit next to each other, have those moments every day to rekindle, to rekindle. If it's once a week, I know people even go as far as, you know, going out for for the night to stay somewhere or go away from we can ship the kids off eventually, whatever it is. Rekindle the relationship, the original love, the caring, the spunk. What it does for a woman is the deepest psychology, saying it's special, most special thing in the special person in the world to me. You're giving her the ultimate. You say in advance, she'll be happy for a week, and for the man to be with his lady to realize what he has. So we're going to continue the asifa. We can spread the word in shuls. We can think of programs all over. And the as we mentioned, for everything under the sun in this planet Earth. This Asifa will be the Asifa that can help all these other things. And the Asifa goes for being Mashiach also. Hashem should bless everyone with Aslocha Rabba and everything Rukhnius and Gashmius. has been seen on Gripe at 718 or 347-563-0951. Aslocha and Brocha.